Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. And welcome to the Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in gorgeous, beautiful Seattle. And construction's going on, too. Oh, my gosh. Our apologies, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I accept full responsibilities. <laughs> it's funny because Justine just opened the door and you heard this big... <laughs> So the, this beautiful radio station that's been here for a really long time, thank, thank you so much, this gorgeous uh, radio station that's been here for a really long time is actually mm. under construction. Mm. I'm just getting a, a well-deserved face look around here. That's exactly what I need. Really? Mm-hmm. No, so when, when we walk in the building, it's like black tarp hanging down, yeah. and, but it's, it's really, really cool. It's like, really what a building looks like underneath its, its skin. Yeah, right. And Benny has to come find us because we used to sit out in a little table and we could tell when the studio was empty so that Justine and I could come in and not disturb the host that's before us. But now it's not like that. Benny has to go, where is everybody? You should just come in with like your hard hat already. Like, yeah. Just jump right in, just grab, grab a nail gun and go for right. it. Right. I love it. I love it. I love it. So good morning, everyone. And we're hoping that everyone is surviving or thriving through the eclipse series that is ending uh, well kind of we're really right smack in the middle of it we just some of us are still dealing with yeah it. <laughs> we, well it's ending because a series of eclipses coming to an right. end that's been going on since 2013 and, you know Benny as a radio um, show engineer for so many people he's been hearing about eclipses for so long listening to astrologers I mean you learn a lot being back there behind the mic I do that's probably why our buildings in construction mode too right <laughs> I think that's a big deal for us uh, you know I, I take in a lot of information Information. And this is a lot of it's great and fantastic. And it, it gives me a different view on life. Right. And as far as seeing things from another, uh, of course, viewpoint and uh, outside the box. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, one of the things about being outside of the box, especially why we're in this kind of dreamy lunar mm. eclipse. It's a, it's a Libra Aries thing going on. It's been going on for three years. You know, we decided it would be a great day to talk about dreams. In, in it, well, it's it's we're dreaming right now. A lot yeah. of people are having really active dreams. People dream all the time, and they don't even know what their dreams mean. You know, so that's an important aspect too. Is really understanding what do those dreams mean, and how do you get to that meaning. Um, because I think it's an individual thing. Um, or if you just woke up and it's nine o'clock and your your alarm's <laughs> going off and you're hearing us in the background, yes, you are not dreaming. This is a real <laughs> show. Wake up! It's Marie's show. Oh well, as you know, uh, I get the pleasure of interviewing people who I believe are on the leading edge mm-hmm. of thought, and today is one of those days. We get to have a dream analysis person who's going to be looking at your dreams and answering your questions. Mm-hmm. And so we have Mimi Pettibone. Yep. Am I saying your name correctly, Mimi? Oh, I love that. You're a local, too, which is fascinating. Yeah. And and we had never met before, but I walked into, at least I don't believe we had prior to me seeing you one day. No, I, walked I don't in, think so. Right. I walked into East West Bookshop, and there you were just standing there, just looking like an angel, standing, <laughs> you know, inside the beautiful um, bookshop. And I go, hi. We, we, you know, said hi to each other. And then you told me that you are a dream analyzer and have been for years. Um, in fact, you found out um, when you were a little girl uh, that you you love to think about dreams and analyzing them, and you first began working with dreams twenty years ago, and you learned techniques to understand the meaning of dreams, and have been hooked ever since. You've studied all sorts of interpretations methods, including dream interviewing, 
uh, Gestalt, um, Universal Themes, Shadow Work, Dream Groups, and more. And you like to combine this with your own unique way of connecting with images and seeing how they um, relate to the individual. You also teach workshops and classes. You have one coming up at East West Bookshop on April 1st. That's very exciting. And then you do a tele dream course that's uh, a new one that's coming up for you on April 11th. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just lovely to have you. And you also see clients privately um, and they are blessed to draw on your expertise training on the method of social psychology known as transactional analysis. Um, and so you do this to help people to work through their dream states and other things, really. Yes, yes. Just, Relationships, life path, all of that. Ooh, yeah, just love that. So welcome to the show. We're so blessed to have you. Thank oh, you so thank much you for so being much. here. It's so lovely. Nice so kind of right now is a really, really cool time because we're also in this eclipse series, which is really dreamy, especially this lunar eclipse that just happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of still happening, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, and so people are kind of feeling a little faded or in and out or having weird experiences. It's almost like they're dreaming in their day life. Would you say that that's kind of true right now? Yeah, it seems like the moon does have an effect on their on people's dreams. I noticed just casually that people seem to remember them more around the full moon, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, well, that's interesting because a lot of people don't remember their dreams. That's true. Yeah. I'm definitely one of those people. I've, I remember like maybe a handful of dreams my entire life. So, um, And they've been uh, kind of what I would call um, precognitive. Like they're like telling me about something that's going to happen in the future. But other than that, I have no memory. D- do you think that a, a lot of people when they're um, hopefully remembering their dreams and writing them down and using it as a conscious tool to help them to move through life, that this is kind of like their private therapy session? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And in fact, it can get more directly to the point more quickly than a lot of different types of therapy because you're going directly to the subconscious mind, to our deepest truths. Right. In fact, you feel like it's detective work, like you're helping a person with your own you know, intuitive abilities. You're helping them to gain insight into their own subconscious of what's going on for them. Right. 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 So that's so. So, what got you started in this? You, it, from your bio, it says you've been interested in this since you were a little girl. But what really got you started in this dream analysis, and of course, personal growth for individuals, helping them to move through whatever it is that's going on in their life? Well, like you, I also have had precognitive dreams all my life. Wow! And when I was little, I felt like, well, what's going on here? And I didn't really have any resources to understand why this was happening or even the non-precognitive ones, what do they mean? But I, I think a lot of people, like myself, had an intuitive sense that they must mean something. There's something here. And when I was in college, I discovered a dream group, which is a group process for working with dreams where everybody takes turns projecting onto the dream that's shared. And even though nobody's saying, here's what your dream means, and nobody's... Um, saying, I know the answer, just, and some people may be spot on and some people may be way off the mark, but the dreamer knows what resonates for them. And through that process, the dreamer gains some insights they never would have had otherwise. And also the group members get a lot out of it because even if it's not their dream that was shared, we're all sharing this human experience and everybody ends up getting a lot of insight. Wow, that's exciting. So that's what got you on the path. I mean, you'd always had an interest, but to be actively working in this at the university, I mean, that's very exciting to have that opportunity. Thank you. Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, so 
uh, I, when I was driving to the studio, um, we were talking about dreams, of course, Justine and I. And, you know, a common dream that people have from time to time is, you know, that somebody that they care about dies in their dream, you know? Yes. So what does that mean in a general perception? Because I, I realize, and I know that you believe in this too, is that there's personal meanings too, right? But, Absolutely. But there's also like a collective meaning, so to speak. So I was curious, um, um, what, what, what? What is that when somebody you love is like keeling over in your dream? It's usually a metaphor for change. So an ending of some sort, usually the end of a chapter. So, for example, it's really common for parents to dream that their child who's graduating from high school dies because now they're no longer little Jimmy or Susie. Now they're (laughs) James or Susan going off to college or going out in the world. And so it feels like a death because it feels like a loss. Oh, they're no longer my little one. (laughs) But now now there's a new relationship that gets to form more of an adult to adult rather than a parent to child. So that translates in the dream as death as an ending of something but it's really just the end of a chapter, and it's always followed by rebirth. Oh, wow. Wow. That's amazing. I, th- I think that's going to alleviate a lot of people's worries and concerns yeah. about, okay, so-and-so's, because that's what most people think is like, oh, my gosh, my person's going to die. You know, at least that's what maybe most people think initially. But in right. truth, it's just their perception of them is dying or their own perception of themselves is dying. Oh, that's a good point, too, because when we change our own role or identity in life, that can happen as well. For example, a lot of brides have this. They will dream really? that either, yeah, they, either they are dying or being killed or maybe a beloved pet or something precious to them that they had throughout their single years, and now they're no longer going to be the single dating kind of out there on their own <laughs> <Yeah>. person. <laughs> right. But they're changing their role into an, a new status of a, being a partnership. And again, even though it's a wonderful thing to gain, it's a transition. Mm-hmm. And so that can be signified as sort of a loss. And also what we don't get a chance to express in our waking life can come up in our dreams. So right. there's when it's a monumental, great occasion, like, oh, I'm getting married, there's not a lot of outlet to say, well, you know, I'm kind of losing this part of myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's okay. Even having a child, you know, it's it's this huge yeah. celebrated experience, but it's also a complete game changer in one's life. You, you know, I have a lot of friends that don't have children, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, it must be kind of nice. You know, I mean, I, I love having kids and it's been a joy, but oh my goodness, some of my friends have, t- most of them have traveled around the world. You know, they didn't have to pay for college or braces, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. so there's, so you're right. There's a loss in everything, right? There's a gain and then there's a loss. And sometimes because our society doesn't allow for that grief because it's supposedly where it is, of course, a happy occasion, like a marriage or the birth of a child, but there's still a, a loss that's occurring. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, one of the things that I think is fascinating, and I know that you love this as well, because I know that you help people in multiple areas of their life, not their, just their dreams, but very, uh, there isn't that many people, I think, who are in the woo-woo world, so to speak, who focus on dreams. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show, because it's, it's a beautiful and wonderful way that a person does their in, internal and personal work. Um, but one of the things that's happening also in the world is we're learning how to kind of live in multiple dimensions while we're still in our physical current reality. Would you agree? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So we're learning how to manifest what we really want in our lives. And, and, and I think having an awareness of our dream state and, and 
thinking about that or talking about it or writing it down or whatever helps us to move through the limitations or the grief or whatever it is that we need to work through. Because it's very important for all of us to start to create the dimension that we want to actually be present in our current reality. Yes, I so agree with that. I know you do. (laughs) So I was thinking one of the things we can talk about, and of course our callers can also come in and um, we can help them um, figure out how to do that. You know, since dream work is so important and you're so great at it, because when you're manifesting a new dimensional reality for yourself, it's like a dream. It is, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a dream because, you, you know, you're, you're walking down a hallway that you're familiar with, let's say, if you're in your home or your business, but you want something to change, you know, and you need to, in a way, put this transparency of this new reality, this new dream that you have on top of the existing dimension that you're living in. Yes. In fact, um, one way we can contribute to that and use our dreams in that sense is to think about whatever it is you'd like to manifest before you go to sleep. Because whatever we think about for the last 45 minutes of the day is going to influence the content of our dreams as well as the quality of the next day. Wow. Yes. That's huge. Yes. And wow. there's a tool called Dream Incubation where we can actually ask our dreams a question. Ooh. And I suggest doing an open-ended question rather than yes or no. Will I get this job or should I, <laughs> you know, fill in the blank? <laughs> because there may be other possibilities that are not included in the yes or no questions. So open-ended phrases such as how can I or show me a way or I need a new idea for will allow the dreaming mind to come up with amazing insights. And then you want to be sure you keep a pen and paper or some kind of recording device. A lot of cell phones have a voice recorder app. Mm. And keep that by your bed. And as soon as you wake up, you catch whatever you get, even if it's just a little fragment. People would be amazed what they can get just from a little fragment of a dream. I I think that's fantastic. So those last 45 minutes are really important. So really people should be turning off the TV and not watching people getting shot and killed. <laughs> I'm going to say straight, I'm the smartest man alive for 45 minutes straight. I think Why? that's perfect for, because I am. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> no, I have no, to no. confirm that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Say for 45 okay. Minutes. okay no. no, no, that's, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm a little slow here. Okay, so people should be having the television off and really being, you know, really focused on what it is that they want to manifest and, and really feeling like being in that dream state, that creative dream state before they actually enter their subconscious dream state of manifesting the life that they want prior to falling off to sleep. Yes, and meditation can help with that too. In fact, it's, it's interesting you mentioned electronics because a lot of people these days do have trouble falling asleep. And one of the things they're finding is that electronic devices stimulate our brain and they mm. actually contribute to problems with sleeping. Mm. So if you're on your phone or your iPad or any kind of electronic device right before bed, especially the longer you do it, the more it can stimulate us and, and keep us awake and actually prevent us from sleeping as well. So if you live in a two-story home, leave all that stuff downstairs. Right? <laughs> yeah. Even if you, you use your phone as your alarm, have a backup, you know, <laughs> do some, or put the volume up really loud so you can hear it from downstairs or whatever, but keep that stuff out of your bedroom. Might help you get up so you don't have to hit snooze all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm up might. now. I mean, it's I've true. Gotta yeah, go I got to go downstairs and turn right, that right, thing right, off. Right. Yeah, my um, daughter has her alarm on all the time, right? And she always, it just keeps going and she doesn't hear it. So she usually wakes me up <laughs> yeah, and then right. I have to walk down the hall, the Turn off her phone. Aww. Yeah, it's, it is adorable because she's not going to live with me forever. So I'm enjoying that reality for as long as it's there with me. <laughs> so, so 
so we're ha- so we're working on you know healing the subconscious so that we can have the life that we want, and we're also working on manifesting what we want in our life through um, creating a dream state, if you will, prior to falling asleep and having the subconscious work, you know, going into its beautiful healing process. Yes. Right. Yes. And these open-ended questions like, um, how can I allow myself to have a wonderful career? Or um, would it be in my highest good to move to Chicago or something like that, right? Absolutely. Yes. A friend of mine was trying to make a decision about a big move, and she was living in Houston, Texas, and was trying to decide if she should come back to Seattle, where she had friends but couldn't afford a house on her own, or Mm -hmm. go back to Alaska, where her family was, but not much of a social life for a young adult. And she went to bed. She didn't really even know about dream incubation. That's the beauty of it. Even if we don't know, our dreams are always working for us. But so she went to sleep thinking, should I move to Seattle or should I move to Alaska? And she thought it over and over and over, and she woke up, and she didn't even remember a dream, but she had the answer, and she went, Austin, it's Austin, Texas, because she hadn't even consciously thought she already had a community there, she had connections, she had friends with her work she was doing, and so she moved there, and now she's thriving. Wow. Wow. Good for her. Yeah. And Austin, that's where I would want to be. Uh, (laughs) Sounds Uh, lovely. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Manucherry Show. We're having the pleasure of interviewing Mimi Pettibone, and she is a lot of things. She's a certified transactional analysis practitioner. We'll talk more about that. It's about dream stuff. Certified neurolinguistics programmer, certified registered hypnotherapist, voice dialogue, advanced voice dialogue facilitator goes on and on and beautiful certified professional and master level dream worker. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Ignite your connection to spirit in Southern Spain, September 18th through the 23rd. Join Marie for a six-day retreat at the beautiful Hidden Paradise Center located in lush Las Alpujarras between the Sierra Nevada mountains and the Mediterranean coastline. During this retreat, you will learn practical and fun techniques to separate mental chatter from intuitive and spiritual guidance. You will receive feedback and support during group gatherings and as Marie communicates with your spirit guide. Discover the messages that the universe is sending your way and build confidence to follow your intuition and manifest the life of your dreams. You will also be able to connect with a group of like-minded individuals far away from your busy everyday life. For more information, please visit energyintuitive.com. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now... We're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. 
I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. This year, Marie is honored to present at the Edgar Casey Spring Seabeck Retreat. Join Marie April 1st through the 3rd in beautiful Seabeck, Washington to shift awareness for a fulfilling life. This two-and-a-half-day retreat will change your perception, expand your energy, and help you radically recharge your life. Throughout the weekend, Marie will teach amazing techniques on how to create a new life perception while showing your exercises that enlighten your energy. She will also explain how illness enters the body based on emotional beliefs and share how to integrate healing exercises and techniques into your everyday life so you can live an outrageously joyful life no matter what. Edgar Casey material will also be presented. For more information, visit energyintuitive.com. Alternative to what? Alternative to everything else out there on the radio. Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Nothing but a dreamer Can you put your hands in your head? Oh no I said Fuck What a day, a year, a life it is And welcome back to the Brain Manu Cherry Show. We are in our dream state, and we're also in our dream manifesting state. And to help us with that, we have Mimi, who is the dream detective. You can reach her and learn more about her at dreamdetective.com. She does a lot of classes at East West Bookshop as well, which is fantastic. In fact, you're really busy in April at East West. You've got the Conscious Communicator class going on on April 26th, and you're there every Saturday doing readings, correct? Correct. And then you do your own work over the phone when you're not at East West. And, um, yeah, you're a busy woman. Yes. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. So we're going to go ahead and answer um, a caller's question. Yeah, and if you'd like to join us, again, the number is 877-825-8828. That's the number. Memorize it, (laughs) 877-825-8828. Cynthia from Sammamish, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. Um, Marie, it's quite an honor to have this opportunity to speak with you. Oh, it's the honor is mine. It's for Mimi and I are always honored to talk to other individuals. So um, what, what can we do for you? Well, um, I, called, <laughs> I called to talk to you about um, the fact that I've been diagnosed with an extremely rare disease mm-hmm. um, in January. And then when I was listening to the opening segment with Mimi, um, I found so many things about manifesting this new reality. And I actually did have an answer come to me in the morning. So I'm going to... Wow. I'm going to continue um, to to do this, you know, what she suggested, 45 minutes before I go to sleep. So um, it just seems very coincidental. Um, so I have been diagnosed with a disease called lymphangiomyomatosis. Right. It's a, um, they call it LAM, L-A-M mm-hmm. for short. Um, and it's um, basically a metastatic cancer for um, that women get in the childbearing ages. Um, so I'm 52. Um, which means I'm almost out of that range, but apparently I've had the disease for about 15 years. Um, And I just found out in January. Um, And so... And I'm very sorry, by the way, that you're having to go through all of this. You know, I'm I'm sure it's 
extremely emotional and trying and scary and interesting all at the same time. And I'm, I'm very sorry that you're having to go through this. All of those things. And um, there is no cure currently. And the thing that came to me in the morning um, as I was thinking about the future and having a terminal illness with no cure, mm-hmm. what came to me in the morning was that I, I should focus more on um, the things that I can do, which is not finding a cure <laughs> medically uh, myself, but promoting awareness and and um, not being ashamed to tell people I have a disease and to maybe, you know, do some awareness of fundraising and maybe that will help move research forward. So um, I have kind of a, a strange sense of optimism and euphoria at times um, that I know a lot of people find a little odd. Um, so I wanted to get your imp- input on how I can... Um, continue to move forward without fear and um, because it is scary. Um, And then also it takes a lot of energy to um, be the person that's doing the informing. And and that is of physicians and surgeons that I meet with. They even have not heard of this disease. And um, so it it takes a lot of energy to listen to them when they say, um, you know, the prognosis is not great. Right. So a couple things going on, and again, and I'm so sorry that you're having to go through all of this, is that, you know, sometimes things go away. You know, people have cured themselves of all kinds of diseases. It's documented even, even when physicians didn't think someone was going to cure themselves or they didn't have the answer for it. People can cure themselves. So keep that in mind. Don't, because it almost sounds like when I'm listening to you that you've made a decision that this is incurable and that nothing's going to change. And I'm going to encourage you to be curious about a cure. Be curious about your body stimulating a healthy immune system and making a change. Because that is still in the realm of possibility. It you, is. And right. I do feel that. I do feel like I'm going to not follow what they write about this disease. Because I feel like I'm very different <laughs> than well, everyone else. I, I'm I, like, you're not going to tell me what's happening. I'm going to try to come up with my own yeah. process. And I'm, I'm really open yeah. um, to all of your energy work and different healing methods. But it's, it's tricky because a lot of the physicians I meet are not. Yeah. You know, I worked in oncology, so I was an oncology nurse and, and I wasn't raised in medicine. It's odd that that's where I ended up and I loved it so much and I had so much fun in it. It's just a, a very bizarre circumstance because that's also where my intuition opened up for me. So I have a love for medicine, but I also know how physicians, you know, they're very science-based based on what's been proven, not even the real science because real science also includes quantum physics and quantum physicists believe that we can change anything and everything has to do with our energy and the way we think and the way we speak. So even though this is proven in science, it hasn't trickled down to, you know, mainstream medical science, which is really modern medicine. Traditional medicine is herbs and vitamins and roots and food and all of those things. Um, and just remember that the, the clinical medicine that we have today, which is, you know, really beautiful, um, also is, uh, it's modern. And um, our traditional medicine is really the plants and herbs and vitamins and all of those things. That's great. I like that a lot. So, so it'll be really important for you It'll be really important for you to um, 
do your very best to stay in that centered space, to stay in that beautiful space that anything's possible. So as your physicians are talking to you, and of course, they're just talking to you based on what they know, or in this case, what they don't know, and that's okay. Someday in the modern medicine world, our practitioners will actually be cheerleaders for people and they will help them to help they will help them to heal themselves and they'll cheerlead them and get excited for them just like we would our best friends when one of our best friends is having a difficult time even if it's not a health issue you know um then then we're going to go ahead and um you know we're going to have this really cool interesting experience where people feel empowered and they start to feel better so there's an author i believe uh out there it's the uncurable cancer written by it's a good book crazy crazy sexy cancer yeah is the author chris carr so right uh, that's a great book yep. yeah it's a, oh uh, <laughs> okay i'll look at that well i i'm i appreciate that and one of the things i've been really um committed to doing is interviewing my doctors and my treatment team and if they're if I don't feel like they're on my team and pulling for me, um, then I I find someone else um, because right. I I just had a doctor who was just I left feeling worse than when I came in because he was just very um, negative actually and I and I just said you know I'm sorry you're just not on my team <laughs> and and I think they're surprised when I say that but I just I need it like I'm very committed to finding a team and it's funny you use the word cheerleaders because yeah that's what makes don't you agree Mimi that the whole idea about changing our reality is to get excited about possibilities and new ideas and changing our perception someday cancer will be something that we cure easily but right now on the planet we have too much fear about it and AIDS used used to be like this and the reason why something shifted I think because a lot of um, at least Americans started to feel very a lot of compassion towards same-sex couples, men, who we had the predominant amount of people who were diagnosed with HIV were men in our country at the at the time that it was became popular and well known. And and at the same time the country started to like, you know, have this compassion not only to the people who were suffering from this disease, but people who were falling in love with each other that we thought, you know, were mainstream thought that wasn't a good idea. The whole consciousness of the American culture began to change. And I think that's what created the cocktails now that allow people who are diagnosed with AIDS to live a normal lifespan. So when fear dissipates, the perception changes and then cures and healings come forward. Um, so, so Mimi, um, Maybe you have a manifesting tool about that? I do. Actually, a lot of people, there are a lot of documented cases of people getting healing insights from their dreams. Yes, it can even be people find out they have a health issue before any doctors or any medical tests have been done, and that's what prompts them to go check things out. Wow. Or in Cynthia's case, you can ask your dreams, show me some insights as to how I can heal. And you might be amazed at what you can get. And I'm, I also echo Marie's watching the language of there's no cure. And I agree with her that the medical doctors are working within their paradigm that they've learned. They're doing the best that they can. But they're not aware of people like Joe Dispenza and quantum physics like Marie's talking about to where there are so many more possibilities. Yeah. And just being open to that and asking your dreams, your subconscious mind, which also connects us to the greater beyond, I believe, as Marie and I have both had so many um, psychic incidents in our dreams. It's actually the number one place where it's been scientifically studied that any kind of psychic information comes in. Right. No, so. it's, it's really true. I, th- I think that's gorgeous. And, and when we do discover a great cure for cancer, it's going to be something that builds the immune system, not breaks it down. Mm. So it could be plant 
it, it could be a, a combination of things that actually activate um, that are all natural based that are not from you know clinical trials, so to speak, of a bunch of you know toxic medication. Um, it's going to be something very simple and easy and healthy for us, of course, because yeah. that's you know that's what really heals the body anyway. And I also support her in gathering the information because the more we know, the more we can help ourselves to heal too. It's very exciting. This this could be. I, I have a feeling that your soul wants to really understand faith and trust. And you're having this big experience, <laughs> you know, a, a really big experience where you're being forced to trust and to have faith in yourself um, so that you can enjoy your life as long as you want to. Path to walk. And um, I'm trying not to walk it alone and, you know, bring people in. And I'm, I'm getting so much wonderful support. So I thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. And thanks for calling in and, and sharing your story. We really appreciate it. And the earlier man mentioned that I had said uh, from Justine, we got a caller that called in and want to recommend this book. And it's actually a movie as well. It's Crazy Sexy Cancer. And if you go to chriscar.com, it's K-R-I-S-C-A-R-R.com. And so everything's Lovely. there. So Wonderful. we appreciate the information being passed on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness gracious. So that was a big one, right, Mimi? That was, yeah. that was a big one, right? Yes, I'm glad it came up because I wanted too. to mention health issues with dreams. It's an amazing tool for insight. Yeah, you know, I actually had a dream like that um, right before I became, you know, perimenopausal. I had this really weird dream that I, I didn't see surgery actually happening on me, but I was in a room where a bunch of doctors were looking at x-rays of my abdomen. It would have typically been a CT scan, but it was just x-rays. And I was wearing a hospital gown, and I'm just standing there like I'm cold. I've got, I've got my bare feet on the cold floor, and there's Aww. all these. But I was, like, fine. But when I think about it, I'm like, okay, it's kind of cold. And um, all the doctors are standing there, and they're looking at these x-rays, and they're telling me that they don't know why I'm going to be okay, but I'm going to be okay. And after that, I started having lots of stomach issues, just lots and lots. I think it was hormonal related is what I figured out eventually. But I had to drastically drastically change my diet to make my stomach not be in pain. So so that dream to me let me know that something was going to change and I needed to make some changes, but that everything was going to be okay. Wow. You know, so yeah. So I, I think that's a really great idea for this person and anyone who's listening who has a health issue, of course, any issue, but to realize that the answers are already inside of you, that the consciousness that we have and the awareness that we have inside of ourselves is omnipresent. It is powerful beyond measure. Absolutely. Wow. It's amazing. Why don't we go to the next caller? Danielle from San Francisco. Welcome to the show. What's up? Hi. Hi, Marie. Hi. 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 Um, I do have a snippet of a dream, and then also um, just wanted to name that I am manifesting an entirely different life, which is great, (laughs) but I'm also kind of finding myself get stuck in the fear that comes up and the letting go process as the other life kind of crumbles around me in really big ways. (laughs) Don't you Uh, love it when that happens? I mean, like, Mimi, that's the uh, best, isn't it? I mean, you can't go back no matter how hard you want to, or you think, well, I can always go back to that. But no, because it crumbles. You cannot go back. It literally does. (laughs) It's like outgrowing your clothes or shoes or something. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really good thing because we're so tempted. Like, well, if this doesn't work out, I can go back and do that other thing. But when it just, like, disappears (laughs) off the radar... It's a good thing because that's oh, that, I know. that's kind of like the human protective thing. We're like, well, if I change jobs 
and I don't like it, I can go back to the old one. But if it disappears, if it goes out of business or they move to Tahiti, the, the corporate office, you can't go back because you're not supposed to go back. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what can we do for you? Um, one, I think just um, any feedback or insight or even looking at my energy around how to keep myself from watching the pictures of things falling apart and getting caught in that, like kind of how to look the look forward or if you kind of see anything around that in my energy body. And then also I'd be happy to share my little dream snippet. Too. Yeah, the dream. Go right ahead, please. Okay. Um, so it's just an image, but there were actually several. I've never had such a kind of nature dream in this way before. So there were several snakes, big snakes. Oh, snakes. And there were snakes mm-hmm. inside the snakes. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if everyone could hear Danielle very well, but you had a dream about snakes, several of them, big ones around you, and there were snakes inside the snakes. That's kind of scary. They were they were intense. (laughs) (laughs) So Mimi, do you have some? I know you do, um, but (laughs) could you share your insight about that? First, I'd like to ask Danielle, how did you feel when you saw these snakes? I think it was more curiosity than anything. Okay. And curiosity it, and a bit of like, whoa, that's really interesting. I've never seen that before. Like the snakes had actually swallowed other snakes. Okay. And if you could yeah. imagine that you were saying yourself, saying something to yourself in your mind as you saw this, what would you have been saying to yourself? I think it is just a curiosity. Like I, have, I haven't seen anything like this before. Okay. And mm-hmm. when did you have it? I'd say about a week and a half ago. Okay. So, and then what do you think of snakes? Well, interestingly, in reality, a few weeks before, I had stepped on a snake when I was hiking. And a friend kind of pointed it out, and I kind of leaped. And that was that was interesting. Um, what do I think of snakes? I don't know if I've ever gotten curious about how I feel about them. I think there's a mi- mixture of feelings. And if you had to give me three words to describe snakes, what would they be? I mean, might be cliche, but transformation, mm-hmm. um, renewal. What, I'm sorry, what, renewal. Ren- renewal. Okay. Um, and then something around sensuality. Ah, okay. Yeah. So then we look at um, something in your life that was going on around the time of the dream, which you said was about a week and a half ago, mm-hmm. where it could have to do with transformation, renewal, sensuality, and you might have been saying something to yourself like, wow, I've never seen anything like this before. Mm-hmm. 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 So if you had the dream last night, it would probably be a lot easier to, boom, quickly connect it. If it was three years ago, it might be a little harder. When it's a week and a half, you know, maybe something's coming to you now and you can share or you can not share because I like to respect the privacy of a dream or two. Um, But it's something you can ponder about as well. This is why I call it detective work because there's a lot of questions. But I also, you know, you can sort of read a dream, but I like to ask questions because we kind of assume that snakes might be scary, but and they often are. But they can be sensuality, they can be sexuality, they can be transformation, like you were saying. They can be any simple in a dream can be many different things. That's why dream dictionaries, um, they're not always the best tool. They can help if it, it helps you clarify, oh, yeah, I do click with that. 
Or maybe you think, well, no, it's not that. It's this. Sometimes hearing the wrong thing can trigger us to associating the right mm-hmm. thing. But really the most important thing is look at what any symbol means for a, the actual dreamer at a given time. And even at different times in our life or from dream to dream, that can change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because snakes mean different. Th- like I think of snakes really cute, like gardener snakes. Yeah. You know, I had a baby one on my front porch this last summer. I thought it was the most adorable thing ever. You know, so you, it has a different meaning for different individuals. But clearly, you're in transformation right now, yeah. and and it's a good transformation. You've got lots of it going on. Like nothing's nothing's falling away. You are deep in transformation, which perhaps that will make you feel like everything's okay. You don't have to worry about the going back, you know, like, like the, even though everything's falling apart, this is all good for you. It's, it's a very positive thing. And it sounds like there's many layers too with the snakes inside the snakes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was, yeah. The snake inside the snake. That's interesting. Yeah. So maybe some layers of transformation happening. Mm. Oh, definitely. Mm. Everything. My soul is kind of just revealing itself. It's like, oh, that's wow. beautiful. That's really beautiful. And that can be scary too, right? <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, the curiosity, the attitude of curiosity is interesting too, that you are sort of observing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a little afraid of it. Like it's scary to transform. <laughs> you want it. Yeah. But you're scared of it yet to be in that next dimension. Because so that's kind of what we're talking about today is dimensions. There's so yeah. many of them. They're all based on vibration and frequency. And if your old life weren't falling apart, you wouldn't be in this transformative place. Because that yeah. that dimension isn't the dimension you want to be in. It's not. A, it's a lower frequency, so it's not going yeah, to get you what you want. And the next one and to listen to all the yeses. Right. Into the next one. It's just happening now. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was a great observation, Marie, because that makes me think also of the, how snakes shed their skin. Oh, right. And yes. here, here, Danielle shedding her old life. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so maybe you can remember that, that, you know, whatever's falling away when you, the fear comes, just know that that dimension cannot give you what you want, and you already know that. And that's why you left that dimension anyway. And you don't have to worry about it falling apart, whatever's happening in the mess that's occurring it's perfectly fine. Like it's, it's, it's staying intact for the individuals that are a part of that dimension. But for you, it's, it's dissolving. And that's a good thing for you. Well, thank you, both of you. Yes. Welcome. Have a lovely day. Thank you so much. And we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll be right back with the Dream Detective. We'll be right back. In the pristine setting of Sun Valley, Idaho, May 27th through the 30th, the Sun Valley Wellness Festival features the top speakers, visionaries, and practitioners addressing diverse aspects in the fields of mind, body, spirit, and environmental wellness. Featuring keynote speaker Jewel, Marianne Williamson, MC Yogi, and over 30 speakers, including Marie Manucherry. For more information, visit sunvalleywellness.com. That's sunvalleywellness.com. I'm Kelly Clarkson, and I've toured the country dozens of times, and there's one thing every state has in common, childhood hunger. The sad truth is that 17 million kids don't know where their next meal is coming from, or if it's even coming at all. 
Yet there are billions of pounds of surplus food around the country at farms and warehouses that could help end this injustice. But all that food is useless if it doesn't get where it needs to go. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to hungry kids before it goes to waste. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. Find out how at feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're Feeding America. To help solve hunger in your community and to find your local food bank, visit feedingamerica.org. That's feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Marie Manucheri, RN and renowned energy healer, provides accessible instruction for helping you tune in to your health at a deeper level in her first book, Intuitive Self-Healing. Offering a compendium of illuminating case studies and practical self-care techniques, Marie invites you to learn more about the chakras, energetic preventative care, and tools for accessing intuition. Intuitive Self-Healing is available at Amazon.com and Energy and Intuitive.com. Having trouble picking up the Alternative Talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get Alternative Talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details. Remember, that's a 1150kknw.com Magnetize your destiny with Affirm Your Worth cards created by intuitive self-healing author Marie Manucheri. These 50 cards build confidence and self-worth so you may magnetize a life on purpose. Within weeks, most people happily report surprising results. Visit energyintuitive.com to receive this life-changing tool. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Great. I'm so glad we're getting our groove on here. Uh, You're getting Mag- your yeah, groove I love, on. I love You're to dance. Yeah, it's really me. fun. Yeah. You, what happened to all the discos? I'm telling you, I used to have so much fun dancing, and they're just... Well, you when know. you're not busy on the air, maybe you should open up one. <laughs> I don't have time for that, but oh, oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, so my kitchen and the dining room become the disco place, you know. But So then just start charging people at the door to come <laughs> and watch your kitchen. You make a little side. You know, you're much. so cute. Yeah, you're adorable. So you welcome go. back to the show. Um, I also wanted to remind people I will be a, um, at CBAC April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Edgar Casey Foundation. I will be their speaker for the weekend. I'm so thrilled. You can, you can go to energyintuitive.com. That workshop is filling up very quickly we would love to have you so two and a half days at Seabeck retreat food included housing it's a great deal and um, we get to talk about how to make your life amazing and you also get to hear Edgar Casey material in between my lectures and talks which will be super fun and then as you know um, 
the Wellness Festival is coming up in May. That's very exciting. Go again to the website to find out about it. And the Spain retreat also, we're half full on that guy, which is pretty cool. So we've run out of single rooms at the Spain retreat. So that means you're doubling up. If you can talk your friend into it, that's great. If not, I will intuitively make sure you get the best roommate possible. And we have the coolest rooms there. We have rooms with lofts and we have uh, tree houses and all kinds of fun, incredible things. You can go to energyintuitive.com and look and see at the rooms and the way they're configured. But we'll make sure that you're partnered with someone really wonderful or maybe you'll be able to talk your friend or your partner or your sibling into having an amazing retreat in Spain right outside of Granada in the mountains, learning about how to igniting your connection to spirit, which we're super excited about. Um, But in the meantime, before we head to Spain in September, you know, we have Mimi Pentabone. Pettibone. Pettibone. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much. Mm -hmm. She's on the phone with us. She's local from Seattle. You can always reach her at thedreamdetective.com. And uh, she's been helping us on the show today. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being on the show with us. And um, what is T... Trans, I'm so sorry. Transactional analysis. Thank you. Yeah. What is that? What is that exactly? It's a form of social psychology that has to do with relationships and communication, um, the surface layer of communication as well as the under the surface layer, also the stories that we unconsciously live. There's many different facets to it, and it's a, an amazing tool I use in my work with people in all different facets, facets of, you know, helping people with relationships, whether it's romantic or at work or a family, um, and also helping us live our most authentic life, getting back to who is it that I came in this world to be? Because many people, we lose that along the way, and then we spend the rest of the way trying to get back to that. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's an amazing framework for helping people with their lives. And, and so to, that's great. Thank you for explaining that. Uh, and we're also, we're wanting to layer our own reality. So your job, and I'm talking to everyone who's listening, myself as well, <laughs> our job is to enjoy where we are, of course, because that's what the present moment is all about. And then to add a layer of a dimensional perception of the dimension you want to live in, you know, whether that's you're working on career or partnerships or healthy relationships with other people in your life or your health or your resources, you want to put a layer of what you want on top of that. So that means in a way you're creating a dream life in your living life, which is really exciting. Yes. Yes. Very exciting. Why don't we go ahead and take our last caller? Yep. I think we got time to squeeze in Trisha. Trisha is calling in from Seattle. So Trisha, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Hi Trisha. Hi. So what can we do for you? Well, um, I found you out by chance. I went to a cafe and I uh, saw someone with an orchid and they, I pointed them, it out to them that it was really beautiful. And we got to talking and she gave me your name. Um, so I started listening to your show just last week. And just oh, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Um, so, well, what, why I'm calling is I'm very much in a transitional period, and I've kind of been spinning my wheels, um, just trying to figure out what my life purpose is. Okay, and so, I know that oh. my work is related to children, um, but I don't know. I, and listening to your work last show, um, it would be great to hear if you have any insight to offer me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure, Mimi, you help people with life purpose all the time. Yes. Yeah, it's, yes. It's, getting back to that authentic 
self of who did I come here to be is a big part of it. Yeah, it's huge. I, I think it's probably the most important or most frequent question I hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what venue I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. And in relationships. And relationships. Yeah, that's a big one, too. That's really true. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what your take is on that, and I'd love to hear that. Like, what are your basic ideas about how you help a person find their passion or their life path or their purpose? Um, for me personally, one of the things that that really sticks out for me is what turns you on? What brings you joy? Because that's where it is. And when I when I read your energy, Tricia, being happy kind of isn't a regular experience for you. Like you're okay, but you're not really happy. And so if your energy is low, I, I can tell I can promise you that it's gonna be a ho- a whole lot harder to see and identify your life path, your passion, your destiny w- when your energy's vibrating at a lower level. And, and so you have to find moments, multiple moments every day where you can be, oh, you know, be in some yeah high-frequency place, because that's where everything exists. But I would love to hear um, how Mimi gets people to discover more of that. Yes, one way would be to, what I was saying earlier, ask your dreams. Mm -hmm. Show me some insights into my life purpose, or how can I best find my right livelihood? And ask yourself that question over and over as you go to sleep, and write it down, too, because sometimes by the time we wake up in the morning, we forget what we asked or how we asked it. So asking that question and seeing what your dreams show you, because they're going to show you the honest truth. There's no bias, like our friends will say, oh, you know, he's a jerk, break up with him. Well, maybe I'm doing something that's messing up the relationship. (laughs) That's a different type of example. But um, asking your dreams can really get down to the core of what's true for you. And then also what Marie said about what sparks you, what lights you up. And a lot of times the reason we've gotten away from our life purpose is for some reason growing up there were circumstances or messages or things that may be beyond our control for why we couldn't do what it is that we wanted to do. And now those reasons have become unconscious driving forces that rule our decisions and behaviors. Whereas they may no longer apply. Those people may no longer be in our life, or they may not even feel that way anymore. So looking at what is it that I want and and what's been stopping me, um, but also just spending a little bit of time every day doing something that makes you happy, just to get yourself used to, hey, I can actually enjoy myself, and it's okay, and, you know, the sky's not going to fall. I just, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, Tricia. I just love your tool about asking over and over and over again as you're falling asleep, um, what is my highest good or in life purpose, right? What is my destiny? Where is my right livelihood? And and then you ask it over and over again as you're falling asleep? Yes, that really helps. Great. And and then you also recommend writing down the question because we forget. I, I actually had this happen recently. A client came in and she had this dream. She had asked a question. She had a dream. She got the answer, but she thought it wasn't the answer that she needed. And the reality is I, I then said, well, what was your question? And when, when she told me her question, I go, well, no, that was the right answer. She goes, oh, my gosh, you're so right. <laughs> Because she had just forgotten the exact way she'd asked the question. Perfect example. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so so she did get the right answer, and she, she had already made the right decision, but she just didn't believe that she had come to it correctly, but she really had. So wow. making sure you write down that question, because sometimes the question we're asking, even though the answer is always going to be helpful, 
we we kind of changed the definition of it. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. So keep us posted, Tricia, on how you figure out your life purpose. We're thrilled for you and excited that this is your next journey. And thank you, Mimi, so much for being on the show. Check out Mimi at East West Bookshop and at the dreamdetective.com. Thank you so much, Mimi. Joyful blessings, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.